We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To another edition of the Field of 68's Best Bets podcast. It's just me today. I got ditched by Goodman. He is literally going on vacation right now. You know, it must be nice to be able to afford a vacation in these times um, let me hit the retweet button real quick to get people and let them populate uh, into this live stream and we can go from there if you're listening to apple Podcasts, i appreciate you you can just jump forward about 30 seconds and you'll probably be ready to go before we get started let me tell you guys a little bit about home field apparel there are a, a sponsor that we have partnered with uh it, it is a locally owned um, collegiate apparel company officially licensed out of Indianapolis. Really good people, really good company. Uh, their whole brand is built around mining all of the old logos from your favorite teams and throwing them on the best kind of gear that you can get, whether it's a hoodie, whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's joggers, whether it's a long sleeve. Um, they are, uh, the, the, the clothes are comfortable. The gear is comfortable. You don't get the saggy neck t-shirts. You don't get the saggy arm t-shirts. They go through the wash and you don't get them fraying at the bottom. Uh, like a lot of t-shirts do. So I really recommend them. They're really good people. I really love what they are about. And they're huge college basketball fans. It doesn't get better than that. So homefieldapparel.com, field of 68 promo code, get you 20% off your first purchase. Uh, And if there is a team that you want to buy gear for that is not showing up on their website, tweet at them. It is at homefieldapparel, no E in apparel. That's homefieldapparel. A-R-L. I think I spelled that right. Hope so. Anyway, uh, we got the game of the day in college basketball coming up today. Um, I could not be more thrilled about watching Baylor take on Gonzaga. The line is Gonzaga minus two and a half. Uh, The total is 157 in that game. Um, I don't think that I'm going to be on a side here. You, You see, so much of what happens in this game, I think, depends on the status of Jalen Suggs' ankle. And I just don't have any information on how healthy that ankle is, uh, whether or not he is sore, whether or not he has any explosiveness. Gonzaga has been a little bit, um, a little bit quiet on that, and, and understandably so. You know, you don't want to give away, you don't want to tip your hand. If you got to play a different way, if you're expecting more Andrew Nemhard um, in a playmaker role, like you don't want to let Baylor know that Scott Drew Sharp. He'll be able to come up with a with a game plan to try to take some of that away. Um, I mean, we all saw what happened last week, right? He went down with what everybody thought was a torn Achilles, uh, come to find out that he was able to return to the game in the second half. He didn't really play much of a, a role as like an impact distributor, but he was out on the court 
as a decoy. Defenses had to pay attention to him. He had a couple of assists in transition. He was able to make some things happen um, in, in the pick and roll. But you got to remember his adrenaline was also flowing. Anybody that's ever rolled their ankle, you know um, that it's not necessarily that game or that day or that practice or, or whatever it is that it really hurts. It's the next day. It's when uh, it stiffens up. It's when you sleep on it and then you wake up and you try to step uh, when you get out of bed and you fall over because you don't realize how much pain you are actually in. Now, the reason why I'm going to stay away from a side without knowing the health and status of Jalen Suggs is I think he's just so integral to what Gonzaga wants to do offensively. Look, so much of of the talent on this roster are similar to guys that we've seen on, on Gonzaga before, right? Whether it's, they, they always have a big guy like Drew Timmy, right? It feels like every single season they have a guy that's going to be an all American because he averages 17 and eight in the post. They always have these big kind of playmaking wings. You know, Corey Kispert feels like he's been there for 10 years. Uh, Andrew Nemhart is basically a carbon copy of Nigel Williams Goss. You know, we've seen, all of these other pieces that Gonzaga has, we've seen them with guys like this before. We've never seen them with the kind of dynamic, athletic, explosive point guard that Jalen Suggs is. Uh, and not having them, you know, he Jalen Suggs thrives in ball screens. He's terrific in ball screens. He's able to break down a defense if you give him a lane. He's able to pick out a pass if you send too much help. He's able to make a three if you go under the screen. And so much of that gets taken away if – he is somewhat limited. Like the worst thing that you could ask or the worst kind of injury, like nagging injury that you can give to a guy that relies on his explosiveness is some kind of an ankle injury. Um, and that is only that's mitigated or that's multiplied by the fact that you are asking him to try to break down perimeter defenders like Davion Mitchell and Mark Vital. Like we just saw what those two dudes did to Iota Sumo. They ate him up. Iota Sumo. A top five player in the sport, a guy that's going to be a, an NBA player. I don't know where he's going to end up getting picked, uh, but he is going to be an NBA player down the road. So you take away that explosiveness, and um, that's 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 a major blow for a guy like Jalen Suggs. Now, um, if he is not able to break down that Baylor defense, and you have to have very real concerns about what Gonzaga can be offensively, right? Like we saw what happened with Illinois and their offense when Iowa Sumo was limited. Is that same thing going to happen with Jalen Suggs because of the ankle injury and the fact that he's going up against these defenders? So that's part of the reason why I don't want to be on a side. If Jalen, if we knew Jalen Suggs was 100%, I would be on Gonzaga minus two and a half, no questions asked. If I knew that that Jalen Suggs ankle injury was something that was going to severely hamper him and he was going to come out here with a limp that looked as bad as it did uh, when he first got back into the game on Wednesday, then I would be on Baylor plus two and a half, no question asked. So without that information, I don't think that I can be on the side. Now that said, I think that I want to be on the under here. Um, and the reason for that is, one, the questions about Jalen Suggs' ankle, right? That's going to limit them. Uh, but two... In theory, Gonzaga is perfectly suited to be able to break down this defense that Baylor has and that they run. Uh, basically, what Baylor does is they force – if you get the ball on a wing, they force everything to the baseline. They want to funnel you to that little area right behind where the block is, kind of behind the backboard. They know – since they know they're forcing you that way, they can overhelp. They can, they can, they can send extra defenders. Um, they can make sure that they're cutting off the pass of the baseline. They can make sure that they're cutting off any pass to the big man. 
and they um, they can just kind of take away all of your options because they can funnel you that way. Now, the way to break that down is what Houston did against Texas Tech, who runs a really similar defense. Have your playmakers on the wing, space with shooters, and allow them to be able to drive, give them space to make a decision, and allow them to pick out a pass when that help comes. Gonzaga has one, two, three point guards on the floor when they have their best team out there with Jalen Suggs, Joel Ayayi, and Andrew Nemhard. Now, in theory, that's exactly what you want. But my concern is that you are still asking those guys to win a one-on-one matchup, right? You're still asking them to be able to beat Mark Vidal off the bounce. You're still asking them to be able to create against Davion Mitchell's ball pressure. And that's not an easy thing to do for anybody. So um, I do believe that there is a, a world where even though Gonzaga is perfectly suited to being able to match up with Baylor's defense, that they get somewhat limited and they're not able to run the stuff that they normally run and they're not able to be as effective as they normally are. Um, so that makes me believe you got to be on the under. For if, if there's a way that Baylor can slow down that Gonzaga offense, and we know that Baylor is not going to try to get into a track meet with them, like why would you try to get into a horse race with a roster that had nothing but thoroughbreds, right? Like, it's just dumb. It, it doesn't make sense. And Scott Drew, whatever you want to say about him, he is not a dumb coach. So, uh, to me, the bet here is the under. Um, and if you have any kind of inside information on Jalen Suggs' ankle, please let me know. I'd love to bet with you and, and be on whatever side you are if you have that information. So, uh, moving on, there's two other games that I think are worth just discussing is kind of an ugly slate. And one of the games I did the most research on North Carolina state and UConn got canceled last night at like one o'clock in the morning because of a positive COVID test uh, on NC state. Ironic, isn't it? That the last game at Bubbleville ends up getting canceled uh, because of a positive COVID test. I think I should tell you the the success that those organizers had um, with that, um, with that event. So um, good for them. Bad for us. I was really looking forward to seeing UConn and NC State play. Uh, but moving on, I like Houston minus nine and a half. Uh, I know that Caleb Mills kind of re-aggravated that ankle, and, and there's questions about whether or not he's going to play, but I'm not necessarily all that worried about it. Uh, Houston is loaded with guards. You know, they already have Quentin Grimes and Marcus Sasser and Dejan Giroux, and this Tremont Mark freshman kid they got coming in um, has proven to be – uh, certainly capable of filling in for Mills from a scoring perspective. He's had a really good start to the season. So the the issue of Mills not being there doesn't exactly concern me. Um, the reason why I like Houston in this spot is because I think that in order to beat a Kelvin Sampson defense, you got to be able to make threes. You got to be able to shoot. You got to be able to stretch out their defense. What they want to do is kind of pack everything inside, cut off all driving links, cut off post touches, and make you beat them over the top of threes. South Carolina is shooting. from three on the season, which is only slightly higher than their turnover rate of 26.2. And that is only slightly higher than Houston's defensive turnover rate of uh, 25.4. They force turnovers on more than a quarter of the possessions that offensive teams have against them. And that is only going to be amplified by the fact that Seventh Woods, who is South Carolina's point guard, is not going to be playing in this game. Now, throw in the fact that Houston is... A really good team on on both the offensive and defensive glass. Uh, I, I just I, I love the Cougars in this spot. They're going to get second chance opportunities. Um, they're going to be able to prevent Carolina from getting out of transition by getting those second chance opportunities, and they should be able to keep South Carolina off the offensive glass. And that is one way that that South Carolina, in theory, would be able to score 
uh, in a game like this. So I like Houston minus nine and a half. Um, I also like Dayton minus point and a half. I just think this is a prime buy low spot for the Flyers. They're better than what they showed against Eastern Illinois. Uh, you know, Eastern Illinois came back almost one. Um, I think they ended up losing by three and had a shot at the end to, to tie it. Um, so I, I think this is a really nice buy low spot for Dayton. There's no way Jalen Crutcher is going to allow them to struggle in two straight games. Uh, I think that he is one of the most underrated players in America. Um, so you combine all of that with the fact that this is going to be played in Dayton. Uh, Tyson Jolly and Yoronay are not expected to play for SME. I don't even think Yoronay has gotten a waiver to be eligible yet. Um, I could be wrong with that, but I don't think that either of them are going to play, which means that you have a shorthanded SMU team um, going on the road to Dayton in a buy low spot. Throw in the fact that Dayton has enough pesky on-ball defenders to be able to uh, slow down Kendrick Davis at the point. Um, and it just seems to me like this is uh, its a matchup where I think it favors Dayton. It's a spot where I think we can buy low on Dayton and, and bet on a bounce-back spot. Um, and they're at home. So, you know, I love – the process kind of says, like, find a buy low spot, find a team at home, have them going up against a short-handed opponent. And we found all of that. And Dayton's going to have the best player on the floor. So Dayton minus a point and a half. Houston minus nine and a half. Gonzaga, Baylor, under. Let's go! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.